what's up guys welcome back to another episode of split screen gamers thanks for tuning in i'm here with my good friend chandler gibson what's up everybody we're on camera now on youtube <laughs> dude if uh if you're just listening to the podcast version we also have a youtube channel now we're posting all the podcasts on youtube broken up into individual topics so you can check that out but dude man how you been it's been a minute since our last episode everything with covid has been kind of slowing us down Oh, dude, absolutely. COVID and like now these protests, you know, all that crazy stuff, bro. I've been good. No, man. You know, yeah. It's, it's interesting because like gaming has kind of been the, for me at least, it's been the, it, obviously it's hit the gaming community in some different ways. The protests, the, uh, the murder of George Floyd and also COVID has hit the gaming community in, in, its, in, in different ways. But for the mm-hmm. most part, man, the gaming community has found some type of uh, resolve in the like the act of gaming, which is nice, man. Gaming, like I say, like we say all the time on this podcast, gaming is the it's a release for a lot of people, and I wish a lot of people, like the people who don't believe in that, would understand that sentiment. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I, I get, I, I'm with you, dude. I understand. Um, I feel like gaming is still an escape for some people too. Because we don't have movie theaters right now, currently. So, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people are going on their stations, you know, their consoles or their PCs or whatever. And, you know, playing their games and stuff. And just escaping, I guess, you know? Um, yeah, dude. For, I mean, they definitely are. And I also love... It is pushing back, you know, a couple of things. But, uh, for the most part, gaming has stayed on track. I mean, we got the big titles, obviously, that kind of got pushed back including you know ps5 but for the most part we have such a good great catalog of games right now that released before all this happened that we're still kind of cranking through those oh definitely dude i've been cranking through i mean i can't speak today dude i've been cranking few a few they're gonna watch this and they're like man he has like some like speech impediment or something i was like (laughs) (laughs) um but no um yeah i've been playing through several through games man like just randomly, like, uh, off the top of my head, I've been playing uh, Trials of Mana, which is a remake to Trials of Mana that came out for the uh, Femicon back in the 90s and stuff. So I've been playing that. Um, but I've been, you know, hip-hopping, or, you know, hopping around games and stuff, so. Yeah, been... bro. I mean, well, if you're done playing through all the games and yeah. you kind of beat all the AAA titles and you're looking for a new release... Look no further, because the Elder Scrolls Online Greymore mm-hmm. is coming out tomorrow, June 9th. Yeah. So uh, make sure you check that out. We also have Project Warlock on June 9th as well, and June 11th on Switch, and June 12th on Xbox One. I haven't played that before, but it looks like a dope Ooh. game. Uh, 1971 Project Helos. It's an overtop game that's also releasing on June 9th. A lot of games coming out on June 9th. And yeah. Samurai Showdown Neo Geo Collection on June 11th. That game looks super dope if you're looking for a, a 2D, old 8-bit looking um, game experience that's a lot like Mortal Kombat. And yeah. then we got Goosebumps Dead of Night on June 12th, which mm-hmm. is, we also know, is the same time that the embargo release is for Last of Us Part Two, which I'm excited about. The review embargo, I mean. Yeah. And yeah, so if you're looking for some new releases, check those out. Just, you just can get the, those on. Sorry. What'd just, you say? Just, just the review embargo. Not not actually The Last of Us Part Two. It, it, but. It's, it's kind of like, uh, sorry, man. It's kind of like uh, our friend Christian E's. Like, he, he wants to be when, like, shit hits the fan. So it's 
you know, kind of like you, you're reading all these reviews, and so it's like, oh, oh, wow, this is some dirty. I shit. know. Oh God. Well, d- yeah. Dude, I mean, yeah, I'm excited. I have faith that it's going to be a good game for the oh, yeah, me fact too. That they are releasing a review embargo. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And you know, like we talked about on a podcast that has never been released because it was so old news and stuff. Um, about how like the leaks happen and all that stuff. I, I feel like they're pretty much like this whole PS5 reveal thing. They're trying to like build up hype and stuff. So you never know. I mean, it might be like the greatest game ever. Or it might be the worst game in all of existence, which I can't see the latter, but you never know. I don't know. We'll get to that later in the news, but yeah. first, man. What's up? What's the biggest news of all? Dude, PS5 reveal. And it got postponed because of, you know, the protests and stuff and having Sony, you know, letting these people's voices heard instead of, like, their own during, like, a corporate event, which is pretty exciting. I mean, now that it's actually coming up, because when I first heard the news that it was going to get postponed, I was like, oh, man, they, they just have, like, the worst luck right now in terms of, like, revealing, like, information or the appearance of the PS5. Excuse you know, me. Honestly, I, honestly, bro, it's it's interesting because because I had assumed when they were pushed back the release or the uh, conference for the PlayStation Five, I assumed that it was you know it was a kind of a uh, a cover up for just buying some time. Um, not really buying some time. I think yeah. they were ready to go out there and and, and do it. Yeah. But I think they were like, oh well, cool, we got something to kind of crouch to kind of crutch on and right. push back and do a couple more things. But no, it seems as if it was genuine because. It's only a few days after the fact mm-hmm. uh, that they're now going to, you know, reschedule. Just a week. Which is the 11th. Which just is, a week. Yeah. Just a week. Exactly. So, they, is, I'm assuming that they, you know, they probably they probably did add and subtract a couple of things or change a couple of things. They did a little more practice or who knows. It might be pre-recorded for all we know. Oh, but that was my first thought. It was pre-recorded it, because there's no, yeah, like, It's not live, right? Yeah. I, I don't think it's live. I, I think. Oh, okay. I, I think it's. Like I don't, I don't know if I heard anything about it being live, but for my knowledge, I don't think it's live. I, I think it's like pre-recorded stuff because I don't think you can have like live events right now due to this whole COVID thing. So the best other option is doing like a Nintendo Direct, which I mean, I feel like they're inching towards that. So um, yeah, well, but, I, I think it's very interesting. I, I thought I would assume that. I mean, I didn't assume, but I thought that maybe. You, they would do like a live, like very much how uh, they did the live for the re- for the release of um, the new Assassin's Creed. Yeah, where, okay. it, where it was just like something where they just revealed it. The guy was doing Photoshop the entire time, photoshopping yeah. the cover. That's yeah. something that is very doable during COVID. But yeah, you're probably right. It's definitely probably pre-recorded, which is which is cool. But man, what do you think about about the fact that they just released that video? yesterday about or it just showed the controller the black version of the controller like twisting and it goes playstation 5 uh conference happening on june 11th yeah i think it's so cool oh yeah they know the anticipation of the actual console design uh to be fair they're sorry to be fair like their or their controller controllers at least like they're kind of iconic in a way like if you see like Yeah, if you see, like, a PlayStation controller, like, the first one, people instantly know what that is. But if you show, like, let's say somebody, 
I don't know, um, the Virtual Boy. You know what the Virtual Boy was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For our listeners out there, um, the Virtual Boy was this failed Nintendo console that was the first to use, like, um, you know, virtual reality and stuff, like a headset and whatnot. But the problem is, every game was in red, and it took a lot of power, it took a lot of, like, you know, memory and stuff to save your progress, and it was just clunky and big, so nobody bought it. They only sold, like, not even, like, 100 units. They sold probably, like, 76 or 70 units in total, which was a massive failure, but I feel like that was more of a prototype. But, um, yeah, it's something like that. But, like, you know, for them to create, like, a little video, which I'm assuming that controller is either done in CGI or they've had, you know, that kind of, like, cool little commercial effect where things feel like they're floating in midair. You know what I'm talking about? Like, those behind-the-scenes footage where, you know, like a hamburger. You're talking about with the, the black backgrounds and stuff? Yeah, like the back black. Yeah, I well, mean, yeah. You know, you know, dude, like, I, so... I'm actually, yeah, I, I like the point that you brought up with the PlayStation 5 controllers being iconic because, does, does, let me ask you this, does that same sentiment apply to Xbox controllers? You know... Not to start a war, not to start a war. Yeah, not like to start anything. a war, yeah. we know We know that that applies to Nintendo controllers, right? We know that. Oh, my God, But yes. does it apply to Xbox controllers? Because people, and I agree, people often to put the Xbox controller as, you know, the king of... Uh, like ergonomic design, hand comfortability, it just has a great feel to it. Yeah. But it doesn't really push, it doesn't really like have a nice, I don't think, I never looked at the Xbox controller and go, it looks pretty. And that's just my opinion. So do you think that is directly, uh, is that a direct reason as to why people don't see it as an iconic controller? Because I I never think about the Xbox One controller or the Xbox 360 controller. I don't really, um, I don't really care for them. I mean, that's that's my take. Oh, I don't, okay. I don't, gotcha. I don't really like, you know, not to like bash on like Xbox users, but I don't really like think about them too much. I think about Nintendo and PlayStation most, which I mean. Yeah, that's 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 interesting for someone who doesn't, because I I don't have an Xbox, but I have a PC, and I use the Xbox controller for the PC since it's the most compatible with that. And yeah. I love, I do love the Xbox controller. I don't necessarily, I love PlayStations more because of the look. Yeah. It's just on, like you said, the PlayStation 1, it looks great. Yeah. The, uh, the PS2 controller looks great. And the PS3 and PS4 controller both look great. The DualShock, man, is, is it also has like, you know, interesting features with the touchpad and the, the light bar on the front that signifies what player one or player two or if it's dead and if it's charging and. Man, I just really love the ergonomic, the most, like, it's very slim. Yeah. It might not be the most comfortable controller to some people, but it definitely has, like, a very slim and sleek look, which, for me, that, that hells over over anything because I kind of want everything in the house to be, you know, kind of slim, minimalistic yeah. in that way. Yeah, and the Xbox is kind of more so for if I want to just chill and play games. and That's and like me the, in, a, that's yeah. like me in, like, Apple stuff. I just think all their mm. designs and all their products have like this slick feel to them. Like you feel You're like right on that, bro. Yeah, like I just feel like you know holding a MacBook Pro, you feel like, I mean, I I just recently rewatched the Titanic, but uh, 
you, you feel like you're like king of the world almost because one, it's like a prestigious kind of company, but also two, like it's just holding that in your hands. It's like, wow, I feel great. You know what I mean? It's not like mm -hmm. holding like a PC or like a Lenovo, no offense to the Lenovo users. Um, it's just <laughs> that's very, offensive, bro. I know that's really offensive. We, we better watch our language, David. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can't but, don't, don't ever say Lenovo. That's such a disrespectful word. I had a friend that used the Lenovo for like gaming and stuff. No offense. But um, <laughs> I can't wait to read the comments section. <laughs> um, but like, it's just the most bulkiest thing you can imagine. Like, you can see the fans where they're coming out of. You, it's just not good. I, I just never... I never really understood why people like yeah, PCs. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. The, the laptops, the laptops that I, I will say this: I have a custom PC, right? I think custom yeah. builds are dope. Oh yeah, um, definitely. But when it comes to like, and I, I will say this: the le my least favorite thing about a custom PC is how large and how like much cable management it oh, takes, and that dude, makes I it bet. look ugly. And I'm a, like I said, I'm a very I like to be very slick and slim and minimalistic. So yeah, I see like my you know my friends like you and. Uh, my other friends I work with in the creative industry, it, I see like they have these nice, slick, minimalistic Macs. The black ones or the gray, or the space gray ones are that's dude. That, yeah, dude, I'm I jealous. love my space gray, bro. I love it. I love it, <laughs> dude. dude what, what, we yeah. need a freaking. We I think Sony. I mean, I definitely. Uh, that's an interesting point that you made because we're talking. I don't want to make this the Apple podcast, right? Right. But like, I, I think it's a good point that you made that the PlayStation Five it does follow in that same route a little bit. Like they're, they're definitely, and it's, it's coming from Sony who I don't think has the slickest amount of software no. or, or like, you know, technology around in, in their, and I'm talking about in their entire catalog other than the PlayStation, you're talking about the headphones and everything. They do have a slick feel, but they seem yeah. to be their most slickest when it comes to the PlayStation. I agree, hands down, I agree. Like I, I don't even like their TVs. I don't like their TVs, no. I, don't, I don't like anything like they have to do with like audio anymore because you know back in the day when they first founded um sony was a repair shop for broken yeah, audio yeah. recorders and stuff or radio players so it's kind of interesting how they've evolved from that to like a multi-billion dollar industry i mean it's kind of crazy but uh yeah i agree with you like i feel like they focus more on their playstation designs than anything which what do you think it's going to look like? Because we still haven't seen it. I mean, so yeah, I, I had a, almost had a heart attack the other day because I seen something. I think it was a fake news. I can't remember exactly, but you know that dev kit that they sent out, the one that was really ugly. Yes, the the so, V shape, the V shape, the V shape. Yeah. Someone had put that out and said something like, like it was. I thought it was a pretty reputable, reputable. I, I should have saved it, but it said something along the lines of PlayStation Five confirmed, and it had like. Or design confirmed, and it had that design on there. Yeah, and I was like, "Bro, like that's ugly." My theory about so that ugly. is my theory about that is, and I think I've said this in a previous podcast. That's the interior of the PS5, and the outerior is going to be completely different. Which, um, having to see a white controller and now a black controller, you know how they did like the the regular switches, like the regular switch yeah, yeah. consoles and stuff, where mm -hmm. there was a blue and red one and there was a gray one. I think they're gonna do that for the PS5, where there's a white PS5 and a black PS5. That's oh, my I mean, theory. I think I think that's. A, I mean, I definitely think they're gonna do that for sure. What? Oh yeah. I would like to see. I would. So when I'm talking about design, man, I think that 
they're not going to go the V-shaped route. But I was kind of like, even though it's ugly, I was kind of excited for that because it's something fresh. But yeah, uh, but I definitely think they're going to go for a. You know what? Let me ask you this. I think they're going to off the jump. I don't. Th I think they're going to eliminate the, the uh, since they're using specifically SSDs. That's like their entire selling point. I think they're going to specifically not create a bulky version this time. You know, they always have like a slim, slim version. Oh, I think they're always. I think they're going to go. I didn't straight think to about slim. that. I didn't think about that. I think, I think that PlayStation's saying, look, this is like we like we're going straight to slim. Like they're trying to. You know what I mean? I mean, it's every, it's every company's goal to make it as slim as possible, and everyone complained about the Xbox Tower. Yeah. Uh, so it's you know. I think they're going to go straight to slim and maybe i don't know maybe people re-up on this i don't know if people re-up from the playstation uh the original release and then go to slim i don't know if people do that or not i don't think people do that i definitely don't yeah if, not, if they do then they definitely are going to just release two versions and, and re-up on that cash but man what what do they lose other than monetary value if they just go straight to slim and everyone's like dang this thing is slick bro it's as thin as a freaking you know as thin just, as a freaking book just and just the apple looks, route yeah just the Apple Yeah, route. just the Apple route. Which, uh, man, I, I got to say, bro. I, that, yeah? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. But speaking, speaking about Apple, there's a theory. And I know you've watched this video, too, about how Apple might buy Sony. And so in how that way, yeah, in that way, um, Sony, or in that way, Disney can actually acquire Spider-Man without them buying the rights just, just for one property. You know what I mean? Oh, you're talking about the... Yeah. yeah. you're talking about the... Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So, and, you know, now that you said that, um, for Sony, like, in your theory, for Sony to just go and do this slicker design, like, hey, we're not doing the bulky anymore. We're doing, like, very thin, very beautiful, well-designed, you know, PlayStations now. Um, I can right. see that. I can see that. Um... My, you know, I didn't think about that, but now that you said it, I could see that now. My originally, my original thought was that it was going to be like the Xbox Series X, but not as big or not as bulky, but like very, mm -hmm. it, it's stacked. It's kind of like how the PS4 is like slanting almost, but you have that for the PS5, you know what I mean? Like they kind of yeah, build yeah. on that. That was my original thought. Because I really do like the slant design for the PS4. Not gonna lie. Um, yeah. Let me ask you. Let me ask you about this. So, we have heard nothing from from uh, PlayStation first party developers. No. Well, I think. Yeah. I think that the PlayStation Five uh, conference that we're about to see here in a couple of days is going to. I'm looking forward to an absolute mind blowing. I think that PlayStation is. Dude, we, I, I'm, you know, we're big, we're play, both PlayStation guys, so oh, I think that PlayStation is going to just reap havoc when it comes to exclusives, because that's what they care about. I think they're going to go say some just outlandish stuff. We haven't heard anything from I, some I of hope. the best, some of their top developers, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Who, like, who is that, for instance? I'm trying to think, because I know of, like, the big names. Well, obviously, we got The Last of Us, which is, you know, that's on PlayStation 4, so I'm trying to think, what are they going to release with the PlayStation 5 because they always pair a game with it. Um, mm. Obviously, they might have like a Death Stranding on there that's like you can buy this with the console. But what well, are they going, what do you think they're going to, like what developers do you think are, are, are ready to release anything if you have any? Well, 
and this is going to be, I mean, this is one of our topics that we talked about before going to this podcast, but there's been rumors, and this gets me excited. There's been rumors about a possible Final Fantasy 16 reveal, mm. which I think is insane, because when you go back like two or three years ago, uh, what's his name? He's the creative director of Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Tetsuya Nomura, that's that's his name. Um, He said that, you know, it's really hard for us to make, you know, multiple games at the studio now because, you know, all our attention is on pretty much these AAA games now. Because back in the day, you know, game developers could develop games, like, in quantities. Like, literally, like, push them out and stuff because games were easier to make back then, which is kind of ironic because the software was hard to develop. So there's that, but um, it's just I, I I would be blown away if they revealed a Final Fantasy 16, and the rumor is that it's gonna have heavy influence from the Devil May Cry series and like the Dark Souls series. So it's kind of gonna be like super difficult, pretty much, like very Yo. hard, very challenging. What's up, bro? Horizon Zero Dawn. Ooh. Ooh, hoo, 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 hoo. yeah. Bro, you like what if they do that, people are gonna lose their minds. Oh, I know. I, 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 me personally, I haven't played that game, but I know it's like an incredible game. I know it a is. lot of and people won, have played you know, it. One game of the year. Yes. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Um, if they release a God, of, I, I didn't play God of War, like the the reboot per se. Um. But I know, like, it was an incredible game and stuff. I don't know what happens at the end of it, but, you know, could you kind of lean it to me? Yeah. Could you, like, lean it towards me about if there's a possible sequel for God of War? There's definitely, like, some sequel opportunities. The ending is very incomplete. I would would just say that it's it's there. It's shock. It has a shock value to it, but it's not a cliffhanger. Okay. Um, it It could be how it is now and not be a problem at all. Like, I think people would be... Happy if, they ne- if they never came out with another game. Okay. It's very much like they ended The Last of Us. Okay. The first one. Yeah. Oh, you know, like. Uh, I know what you mean. I know uh, what you mean. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this could have a sequel, but also, you know, it may not. It's just a cool little little story element. Um, other than that, bro, uh, I think there is a there's a rumor that San Diego Studio, yeah, is working on an Uncharted game. Really. Huh. Yes, because they handed the uh, they're handing they're thinking they might hand the the right. They never said that there was ever going to be a you know. They never said that it was ever going to stop making Uncharted. They said Naughty Dog was going to. St- it was their last one. Right. Okay. Huh. That's actually so real interesting. Chance. There's a chance that they could. Okay. Well, that's cool. Um. Hmm. That's interesting. Well. Now that you say that, do you think there might be a possibility that we'll see, like, a remake of Jack and Dexter? Because, you know, with their whole reveal of a remake of, you know, the Crash Bandicoot games, and that was a Naughty Dog exclusive, or, you know, IP at one point, both of them were. So, what if, like, you know, in our childhood, they just announce all these, like, remakes for all these, like, classic platforming games? Would you be blown away by that? 
I think that I mean people. I think people would love that, but they're. I think some, there's a, there's a huge fan base of people who care nothing about that. So I doubt that they're going yeah. to do too much of that. They could do a lot of it, but maybe not too much. Yeah. Well, I really think they're going to dig into. I think there, there's a big chance that we could get a that we could get a you know a um a a, a what do you call it? Horizon Zero Dawn. I think yeah. we might get a we might get some announcement about about a new Marvel series. Yeah. Something like Which Spider Man. We haven't heard much from the Marvel game or the Avengers. Yeah, we might. I'm thinking they're going to dig into the ones that have already been announced too. Yeah. Like, uh, for instance, let's see. We got Ghost of. I think they're going to maybe show some Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima like yeah. type stuff maybe and how it performs and we might get something from Ben Studios who did uh, Days Gone, which is it, you know it's been they need some more time to work on these games obviously, but oh, I yeah. think for the most part. We're going to get some stuff like that, but who knows? We might have some all new plat, some all new titles that from some studios. Yeah, but I think if we were to get like a crate, like I think PlayStation has some tricks up their sleeve because we've heard nothing. It's been so, it's been a good t- a good minute since. How since much they you worked how on much, Horizon? Yeah, how much you want to bet that they revealed no games for the PS5? Which that would be dumb, on their part. But still, Dude, no, no, that's it not could, gonna it, happen. It, it could happen. I'm, I'm just I'm just throwing that out there, bro. Um, I don't, I'd have to disagree, bro, because PlayStation's whole business model whoa, is. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! We're, sorry, guys. We're gonna we're gonna get a little feisty here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you remember when they were talking about like not what was the uh, what was the name of the event? It wasn't a, like a tech demo. It was like an in depth like look at the PlayStation 5's processing power. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah, what, you're talking about like that little. Yeah. thing that they did yeah. we got we got Developers. no yeah we got no game reveals from that and granted like the way they marketed was like very misleading because a lot of people were like oh this is like you know a little cool mini reveal but we got no games from it. we just got basic you know well it wasn't that wasn't for the gamers though that was really for the for, for the, the developers uh, yeah yeah it was almost like a, it was almost like yeah it was like a tech reveal for for not but, really even for developers because developers probably already knew the power that was coming yeah but what, coming, but like, what, what I don't think that was really sorry. for us to to really, to yeah. really understand. Like, I think this one's gonna, dude. Their whole business model is based around exclusives. Right. Let's talk about one exclusive in particular, and that is the Last of Us Part Two. The Last of Us Part Two has been surrounded by, I mean, controversy. Tons of controversy around the last couple of weeks, and we all know. Do you think? <laughs> let me ahead. let me just ask you this. Do yeah. you think Naughty Dog, if this game doesn't sell, or if it does sell? Do you think they'll? Do you think they'll still last? Because I'm sure some of our viewers have, you know, read up on the um, on the controversy about this, about how like a a shit ton of people have literally left the company because of like poor management and toxicity and all that stuff. Do you think they'll last much longer? I mean, uh, it's just Naughty Dog. Yeah. So uh, Naughty Dog is is renowned as one of the greatest oh yeah like companies on the spot right now and i mean i think that those things that we're hearing just comes with the balconies of being the greatest uh right one of the greatest most sought after developers at the at the time um i think there is a problem with crunch culture obviously that needs to be resolved and i don't have the answers but yeah I i think the only answer is that they stop it and we wait longer for our games yeah but other than that man it's like I don't. Th- I definitely don't think it's the end. I mean, everyone knows that Uncharted Three wasn't all that great, but 
Dude, yeah. Sony has been so consistent with the quality of that. Oh yeah. I, and so and dude, they have. I mean, they have a company with giant pockets backing them. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Last of Us, if it if it flops because of the story, no one can deny that. I have no doubt. I I think it's almost impossible to say that the game mechanics, the game itself, will be a blast to play. Yeah. I have zero doubt, right? Every single one of their games that I've ever played has been fun, all the way from Jack Crash Bandicoot to, to, to Last of Us and Uncharted 4. Everything, mm-hmm. like, that has been great. And their games are, like, it's, if it's a story thing, okay, right? But yeah. think about all the games that had, that had mediocre stories with the game was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know what you people, mean. So I don't think that's going to happen. I, I, I mean, I think that... I, I was just curious about that because I know we really haven't been talking about it. And, you know, there was a time when a bunch of studios just went out of business. Like, about five years ago, I think. Maybe longer. But there's just a bunch of studios that have, like, worked for Sony and Xbox that just went out because of either just... You know the company's mismanagement, or just flat out. Telltale, Telltale wasn't as consistent though. Like, no. If you're talking, if you're talking about no, those no, no. those guys, like yeah, a lot of those, a lot of these companies, man, they just if they're like they're not naughty dog. Like that's like, what you're saying right now is like if someone like for instance, someone like EA. Yeah, EA just shuts down everything. But I mean, let's just face it, they. They shut down every good studio. Even if a game sells well, they just shut it down. I mean, um, Dead Space 3. Dead Space 3, for most people, was not as good as Dead Space 1 and 2. But it sold well. But EA was like, you know, these reviews aren't as great as we want them to. And these sales numbers aren't as, you know, impressive. Um, We're going to focus our attention on other developers so they just pretty much shut them down that was the biggest news that i heard when that actually happened and they did the, yeah they did the same thing with skate oh yeah I, I don't know why they do that but man to, yeah. to kind of to kind of wrangle back into our topic though i don't think the last of us is going to i mean i don't think the last like i have 100 percent confidence don't get me wrong the last of us is going to be a fantastic title oh yeah i pre-ordered uh, I, bro. I, i'm probably i'll probably I know, I remember I seen your, your comment, but I think that, I mean, I think it's going to be a fantastic title. I think it's going to be a great game. I think the story's going to be crazy. Uh, and plus, I mean, we had the God of War director come out and say that he, he I mean, yeah. he just kind of, without, without reviewing it, kind of said that he like, there's a lot of reviewers that are saying that it's a great game. Which that no came doubt. out, which, sorry, man, that came out no, go ahead. as like a shock to me that he would come out and say that. I don't know. It's just like, you don't hear many game developers giving their own input on other games that often, or you know, more current games, you know what I mean? You don't mm-hmm. hear that in, like, you know, press events or conferences or on the social media as, you know, one would think. Um, so that gives me hope that it's going to be a good game. So, but when I actually play it, it's going to really define it whether or not it's good or bad. So that's where I stand. Yeah, man, I, yeah I definitely, yeah, I de- yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I don't I think what's what I'll be interested to see is, you know, Naughty Dog's, change in policy and change of uh business or the way that they operate and releases because of what happened with the leaks yeah Uh, because they've been i mean i i know just a little bit about it and it's people seem to just really hate it and it's not it wasn't enough for me to go i'm not buying the game which man we've heard a lot of news about the last of us dude all we can do now is wait 
Yeah. Let's get these reviews on the 12th when all the reviews release. Let's read about them. Other than that, bro, what are we going to do? We got to, we just got to, let's wait till the game releases and, and, and do it that way. I don't think it's going to affect, I think PlayStation is banking so much on The Last of Us being a great game. And I, I don't think they're wrong for that. It's going to nah. be. And that's just, yeah. that's just my opinion. But going back to our other topic, speaking of games that you think will be possibly announced at yeah. the new conference, you were talking about uh, Final Fantasy FF. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, dude. I'm so excited if that's true. A little bit curious, a little bit concerned, because there's another rumor that says that they're going to use this thing that was used in Dragon's Dogma. It was called the Pawn System, and it was also mm-hmm. used in the Dragon Quest Three. Basically, instead of actually having like a true cast of characters that you get to know and develop as you play along with the game... Um, you would just basically in a pawn system kind of scenario, you would have to like go to like a certain like counter or like a certain like menu screen and recruit like these different characters from across the world. And they're just like, they're all blank slates pretty much. Yeah. But they have like a class, they have a race, they have like, you know, abilities and stuff that you can, you know, use at your own advantage. But pretty much like, I don't, I don't know. I've never really been a big fan of the pawn system. So, I've always been a big fan of, like, good storytelling and, like, good character development. That's just me, man. Um, do, you think, do you think they're going to release some information about the new Final Fantasy so close to when the other game, the new remake, just released? I think they should. I think you keep, like, the momentum going. Because, fi- I mean, pretty much Square Enix takes years to develop their games. And supposedly, this new Final Fantasy sixteen. Uh, was in development about maybe three, four years ago. And there was, like, controversies and, like, not really controversies. There were really, like, these debates going around whether or not it was going to be directed by the director of Final Fantasy fourteen, A Rebel Reborn uh, director, or it was going to be directed by Nier Automata's director, which I kind of lean towards Nier Automata's director because that guy who's directing Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, he's still attached to that. That's his baby, pretty much. Um, so, but there's this also, there's this other guy that they actually picked up from Capcom. Um, I can't think of his name, but pretty much, like, he worked on, like, Devilman Cry series and Dragon's Dogma, which brings me to this mm-hmm. whole idea about, you know, this pawn system, you know, which I've already explained. So, kind of gets me curious about what the new Final Fantasy game is going to be like. and I think it's interesting that, that Final Fantasy players love the, the series so much that they're so like... I mean, I guess the remakes have been... Oh, my God. That one, like, Final, Final Fantasy VII remake was so elaborate that it I guess it is almost like a new game. So good, dude. So good. Like, I hired... Yes. 37 hours? Dang, dude. Jeez. So, so good. Played it every day since I bought it, but, I mean, such a good game, man, and you're right, it was so elaborate how they did their boss battles and stuff, and, like, everything else about it was so beautiful and well-made and well-crafted, and that's another thing, too, about this whole Final Fantasy 16 rumor, is that since that game was so highly praised, Final Fantasy 7 Remake and its combat... That they might just scrap the combat that's already being designed for Final Fantasy 16 and just use the one 
from the remake of Final Fantasy VII, which I could mm-hmm. see, but like if a game's been in development for like three or four years, like they say, I don't see them doing that for just a drastic change because that's basically restructuring the game. Um, and in all honesty, like Final Fantasy has been a series like that has experimented. So, you know, for them to do this, like, Dark Souls-ish, Devil May Cry, Dragon's Dogma style of gameplay, um, I can see, because those are very popular, you know, popular game mechanics right now. So, I mean, I can see that. Um, There was another thought I wanted to say, but I can't, I, I talk so much, and there's so much different ideas that comes through my head, so... Yeah, that that's pretty much just me. I mean, that's my stance on it. Um, but we'll see. If they do reveal it, I'll text you first because my excitement's gonna uh, explode. Um, dude, dude, I can't. Dude, we should uh, we should stream? do a reaction. Yeah, to, re- to the PS5 reveal, dude, for the channel. I agree. I'm off Thursday, so okay. Hey, hey, we should do it. I'll be. I mean, I'll be working Thursday, but uh. Yeah, we can we can uh, maybe you can just do it and then post it. I'll do another one. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, and I'll do another one. Maybe so, but man, I think that's all we got for today. Yeah, dude. This this was a very productive episode. Uh, I, I'll say that. I know, and, we, man. and we did something different. So I don't know how your like setup is compared to mine because mine was set up literally in like twenty something minutes. Ever since you said cameras, I was like, oh, we said that crap. Um. <laughs> no, nah, uh, it's pretty much just how my other channel is. So uh, really? without the without the yeah without specific like, it's not as well lit or anything like that. But Mine's I'm excited for I'm excited for people to to see, to do the channel and um, anyways we'll we'll just let them watch it. We'll just let them see it. Yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll anyways, guys, it. as always, man, thanks for thanks for listening, dude. Thanks thanks for uh, coming in, channel. We're, we're trying to be more consistent with. Mm-hmm. the releases and, and the recordings and stuff like that so hopefully we can get some more content out for you guys soon we're about to have a lot of a lot a lot of freaking news to cover here oh in my the next god couple of days we might Especially just do when, when freaking yeah yeah last of us comes out dude oh my god dude we should just do like a special episode of the ps5 event of course that's our reactionary video so but i'm talking about we podcast. can react to it and then talk about it yeah yeah we'll talk about it we'll, i mean we're going to be recording every tuesday from now on so yeah Trying to stay consistent. Yeah, dude. Let's do it to it. All right, guys. See ya. What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in and listening to this episode of Split Screen Gamers. Um, we're trying to expand the podcast. There's a lot of things we want to do. We have ideas. We want to go to cons. We want to play games and give you guys reviews. The thing is, if you want to support the podcast, we do have a Patreon at patreon.com slash split screen gamers. Everything is welcome. But if you don't have it, just tuning in is just enough for us. We love to have you guys listening in and we hope you enjoy the podcast. Also, if you'd like to ask us a question, feel free to email us at split screen gaming world at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys and hear your thoughts. Or if you'd like to do some Q&A stuff, we'll feature it on the show. But anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you on the next episode of Split Screen Gamers.